Welcome back, Wrench Nation, hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of Technology. You know, every week we bring you something fresh in the automotive genre. Susie Sockets, welcome. Whoop, whoop. Hello, Frank. I always have to give the respect to this song by the way of these trumpets. Let them blow. <laughs> WrenchNation.tv, that's your source, people. Get on there. I know you guys dip in and out of the show, and we take you on an automotive journey. You'll find a lot of your great shows on there. We had Jason Torchinsky, episode 198. Of course, Jason Torchinsky, Susie of Jalopnik. 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 If you guys are looking for some great true stories, none of that hashtag fake news, uh, check out uh, Jason Torchinsky of Jalopnik. All right, for most of you, the weather's changed. You guys are settling into you. Some of you getting out the stinky long sleeves. I know I have. I can yeah. imagine your your closet now. You getting all that stuff out that uh, you got to get ready for the cooler weather. Why are they stinky long sleeves? My house is just that way. I couldn't. I'm not figured that out. Some say mothballs, Frank, but I feel like I'm getting old <laughs> when I do that. If you got a remedy. Uh, again, I invite you guys, especially you guys hanging out on the weekend. We appreciate you, uh, 88.7 The Pulse. Big Familia, KFNX 1100, you guys rock. Again, you dip in and out. I know how it is. Some of you right now are doing your thing. WrenchNation.tv, you can catch a, a whole smorgasbord of the show. And don't forget, we upload the show on our podcast. Well, many podcasts, Spotify, wherever's your good, happy place. Do you got any happy places online? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I think as a society, we all have our bits and pieces. Of course, we're talking automotive culture and all things automotive. But even as gearheads in the service base, we have our little zen on the internet. We do. But COVID is real. I'm switching hard here. I want to introduce the show topic. COVID is real. We know the story. It's not necessarily a happy story. We always try to find the happy in trials and tribulations. COVID's real. Yes. How does that affect automotive? How does that affect small business America, Main Street America? You've got your stories, man. I know a lot of you have been affected. Some of you say, oh, this French Nation show's on. I ain't working. I might as well listen to them. I get it. But I wanted to cover something deep, and I'm hoping at the end of this show, you're listening to this years down the road, I think it will still be of value. COVID is a challenge, Susie. It is. COVID is no joke, Susie. No joke, Frank. Business and the trials and tribulations in general is no joke. That's a sad face emoji right there. How many of you right now have a 20-year business? You're shaking a little bit. Some stuff you've not seen before. It's like having a well. You've built your well. The water's reliable. My kids go out and pump water, and I bring it in. It's consistent. I have an earthquake once in a while. It may shift a little bit, but the well produces water. This COVID-19 has shut the well down for many of you. Many of you right now are struggling with that. And I speak to small business, 
but also speak to the many individuals who are the heartbeat of small business. Today, we are going to dive into not too much of the challenges. Look, COVID, a lot of you already know. You're tired of it. You want to move on, celebrate. But how about we discuss some of the ways we can overcome? Now, we're not going to complain. What's complaining do? As small business, we don't complain. Now, we may have a heavy drink because of a bad day, but we don't complain. There's a lot of automotive service facilities, whether it's that local rock star neighborhood garage or the dealer or window tent, glass, body shop, collision. There's a lot going on right now. And our guest, Bill Nalu of Interstate Auto Care, he's been around for a while. And he didn't write a book or anything. He didn't experience anything through others. He's experienced it himself, like many of you. And for that matter, Susie and I, Susie, we have our little trials and tribulations from this COVID. Who doesn't? We're, we're not in, indifferent yep. from it. We've had to modify, and we're going to talk about that. And my goal for you on this automotive show, for you mechanics, you technicians, you're in an environment right now. You're seeing, you're seeing some management. Maybe they're a little moody. Maybe there's some attitudes. People are freaked out. How do you overcome that? That's what we want to cover. We don't want to complain on this show. I'm after solutions, and we've got Bill, Bill Nalu from uh, Interstate Auto Care. He's going to be joining us here shortly. Uh, Susie, we got some shout-outs. Sometimes we have a little slew of shout-outs. Yes, we do. What do we got? What do you got? Well, I got somebody. I got to look. Well, let's see. Look at at your paper. Where are my cheater notes? I I tell you what, though, we always enjoy when you guys listen in the service base. A lot of you have reached out and and, uh, whether you're that seasoned veteran who's getting ready to retire or that individual like Adriana. Adriana went to UTI and now she's killing it. She's on her way. She's getting her certifications as well as Miss Chloe. They're both working. A big shout out to you guys at the uh, Earnhardt Ford Quick Lane. Uh, you guys rock. So thank you for listening and share the show. Share that out. Go. Share the podcast, all that goodiness. Yes. And then we've got Matthew Tyler. Matthew Tyler is actually a first-year student here at the EV Automotive Program. Yeah. EVIT's program is amazing. Yeah. And he's super excited. It's hard. He... It's hard. You guys remember your first year. It's not easy. It's a yeah. little something new. I hated it. I, you guys hear this all the time. My first year in this business, I'm like, oh, my goodness. It's yep. not for me. Yeah. So he and the automotive team actually replaced a clutch in nice. his Ford Mustang, 94 Ford Mustang, and he wants us just to check it out, inspect it, and maybe bleed the clutch a little bit. He's coming to the shop. He already came this morning. That's why I'm giving him a shout out. So I hope you're listening, Matthew. Good job. Now, did yep. he do this work or did we help him? Uh, no, the Evit automotive team did. All right. Well, yeah, rock on. I students. love that. I, I think we should do more of that. Yeah. Hey, and if and you... then, wait, I got one more. Nice. Let's do that. Okay. So I've got Anytime Auto Glass actually listening right now, Patrick and Derek. So if you're listening, hello. Hello, Mr. Hello. Patrick and Derek. Right on. Anytime <laughs> Auto Glass and Tent. It, it's hard to find good auto glass peoples and tent peoples. Yes, it is, and well, you know nice what? They're, they're very good. Yeah, they are. Awesome. I want to remind you that, uh, Evit, uh, a lot of you are retraining, retooling. Uh, of course, we talk to a lot of the students coming out of high school and such, but, man, you could be 34, 35, 45, 50, and you're retraining. Evit has an adult education program that is stellar, recognized nationally. I mean, we're talking collision repair, cosmetology. Uh, in fact, George Brazil. You've heard the name, plumbing? Yeah. 
They have a whole service and repair technician program if you want to be that plumber. So, evit.com. Get on on to evit. Uh, in the news, people, all of you can relate, except my 11-year-old. She's like, who is Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> so what we did, this is straight up. Listen, this is straight up what I did. I decided some of you sit down with your families and you have a little background music. Some of you do that. You don't do it often. You should. We decided we're going to play Eddie Van Halen all the way while we sat down and had a little dinner outside. It was nice and beautiful. And then I said, honey, it doesn't matter name-wise. It matters to me because we all grew up with Eddie Van Halen uh, and the Van Halen bunch, David Lee Roth, and so on. But just know that there's an individual that pivot, pivot. She said, pivot. I said, yeah, pivot. When you pivot. That's a major change to something that was a standard. And he was iconic as a guitar player. Oh, yeah. Because he added a whole, some would say second to Jimi Hendrix. And so as it relates to vehicles, what do you do when you're pivoting, becoming a rock star? Well, most of you rock stars, you know you got a fleet of vehicles. (laughs) Van Halen, Mr. Eddie Van Halen spent a ton of time not only on stage, but man, he hit it on the racetrack. And I want you guys, if you can, get on over to uh, Car and Driver. There was a wonderful interview in 2016 about, as they titled, Van Halen, revealing his true colors. Puts his guitar down. What do you do after performing on stage? You get into a nice whoopty and you race. So he was actually, uh, and he had a fleet of vehicles. Uh, Of course, he had the Lamborghinis, turbocharged Porsches, and so on. But we salute you, Mr. Eddie Van Halen, will always be with us. Eddie Van Halen, one of the greatest who passed away, was also a gearhead, just saying. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. What do you got going so, on? So, Frank, you know, I always like to tempt you with, you know, my story. So I, I, need, I need happy. I, I know, just, you know. I know. Our, peop- our people listening, they need happy. Yeah, this will be fun. So I'm going to ask you, the dip is tough to apply, but it sure looks worth it. Wait a minute. Say the first one again. The dip. The D-I- dip. Yep, dip. As in like a vanilla ice cream dipped in oh, chocolate. So the, the, the dip is hard to apply. The dip is tough to apply. But now, you know sure I ain't that smart. Well, is this a riddle? No, it's not a riddle. Right, so when ahead. usually someone says a car is glowing, okay. they usually mean the car has a very bright finish, polished, and it's polished to the extreme. Would you agree? Yeah. So you turn out the lights and the glow disappears, right? That's usually what happens. You is see it? the nice polish, the sun sure, hitting it, I think, I think the lights I understand. hitting it. Well, a Mitsubishi Evo is the exact opposite. With the lights on, it's a sport white semi-gloss exterior, as is often found with dipped cars. But after dark, Frank... It's popping in the day. It's popping in the day. But look what happens after dark. It looks like a radioactive spawn of Satan. What does that mean? Whoa, What does that mean? Whoa, I had to look this up. Mitsubishi, I just looked up Mitsubishi Evo paint. I didn't see anything about Satan. Okay, well, listen. So Dip Your Car is a well-known company in the world, right, right, in automotive dipping. Yeah. So this one glows in the dark, literally. you You don't have to buy a little neon kit. You don't. All right. No, well, I I shouldn't say that because it is a crypto bright kit. It is a kit. Is that popular now? Uh, well, I think it's kind of cool for Halloween, don't you think? Huh. <laughs> well, if anybody shows up, I don't know with all this stuff going on. They're telling us we're going to Zoom. You guys going to Zoom Halloween. How's that going to work? But no. So this car, 
pop and paint during the day like most good paint jobs. Yep. And at night... It glows in the dark. What's cool about it is after each coat was applied... This is paint. This isn't wrap. This is dip. Yeah. So it's, Oh, it's, it's dip. It's yeah, yeah, dip. yeah, yeah. It's a dip. So yeah. after each coat, the car was checked by turning off the lights to see where the coverage was thin. Four gallons later... It completed the project. You should look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. I think we may have to put that on our little RanchNation.tv. How many of you, how much does something like that cost? Well, the kit runs about $737, $737. Wait a minute. You tell me it's like a do-it-yourself thing? No, they don't recommend that you do it yourself. <laughs> how many of you would actually try this? Because $730 for what you just said sounds like a lot of great value. Yep. I'd be interested to see how many of you guys think you get it right. I just can't wait to see everybody look it up because it is cool. I was going to say, that'd be a nice little family affair. <laughs> Listening uh, to Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, I would, have my, I would have my daughter do the fender. I'd have my wife, well, watch us. Bring you iced tea. <laughs> I like, you know, that's the thing about automotive, man. You, you know, there, there's a certain standard. You yes. got to stay in the standard, but then there's a whole lot of improvisation, <laughs> and you certainly got to respect that. Hey, we're going to come back with you guys. I want you to stay tuned. Invite a few friends over to listen to this because hardships and reinvention during this uh, COVID-19 is a serious deal. Small business survival. We're going to stretch it deep. We're going to go from automotive service bays to the bakery. How are we going to win this? How are we going to help each other? Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned, full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. AnytimeAutoGlassAZ.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime Auto Glass. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Right on. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Get on to wrenchnation.tv. And don't forget your favorite podcast player. This show will be up on Sunday. We're diving into uh, the hardships uh, and, quite frankly, the reinvention. Uh, small business need to thrive on the ability to take spoiled eggs and do something with that. And a lot of you are going through that, whether you are a business owner, management, or the individual that takes pride in seeing where you work succeed. And so... Uh, we are uh, going to be joined with uh, Bill Nalu. Let's bring Bill Nalu of uh, Interstate Auto Care. Welcome to the show. What is up, people? Yeah, Hi, good to... Frank. Oh, Bill. <laughs> Man, it's good. And I got to let you guys know, tuning in, uh, uh, Bill Nalu is not his first roadie. He's almost a show contributor that way. It's oh, uh, yeah. Billy Knuckles from Detroit. Billy Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> well, on a serious topic, um, of course, you've been around. I mean, you started age 16, shop owner. You purchased your first car. You went through the whole spiel, business classes, and you've been running your operation for many years, ups and downs, uh, going back with... Uh, Shell gas stations and so on. Before we dive into some of the challenges, and Bill will keep it focused on solutions. We'd like to tap you for whether it's things that you're doing in your operation or have talked to your network about those stories that 
that are getting people to succeed through this. Tell us right out of the gate. A lot of folks are listening. Let's talk this COVID in-service base. How are people in the industry preparing for a safe vehicle visit during COVID? What can they expect? Well, if, if we're talking about the way our business sort of has changed, you and I both know very well about contactless service and how we have, um, how that has become, uh, you know, most of our business, most of our customers uh, may not want to come into the building. They want to make sure that their vehicle is, uh, is returned in the same level, uh, with the same level of care as far as disinfection um, as when they dropped it off. So um, I assume you've got at least a couple of ozone machines. We, we disinfect every vehicle before it leaves us. One of the, yeah, I got to add something because a lot are listening now, and most people now in, in business have, you know, they've got a game plan in place. How did that strike you? Were you confused initially about what the process was going to be? For those that may not have a process, how did you come to a solution about a process? You go to CDC? Well, I mean, how did that happen? Well, for, for us, it was sort of a, a wait and see. You know, it was one of those things where, in, if you guys remember, in March and in, in to some exp- extent in April, we sort of held our breath and we thought, okay, how long do we all stay in this huddled position and how long do we stay underwater? And then when we came out of it, when, when business was starting to return, it came back like, like gangbusters because people were just cooped up and they had money to spend and there was all this extra liquidity in the, in the economy. And so that was a, a wonderful rebound there. But um, I guess to fast forward to sort of where we are today, I find myself, it's such a blessing, Frank, and I know, obviously, you're, you and I are cut from the same cloth. It is such a blessing. What a privilege it is to have a shop owner call you and talk shop, um, and, and, and you get to remind them while you remind yourself what you have said all along. What is your passion? Pedal it. Because if you're not peddling your passion, then you're focusing on the, on the minutia that is, you know, uh, lost this business here and this restaurant closed and, you know, one out of three places have shut down around me. And thank God we're in, in the most essential of skilled trades in the universe. How many times have you heard me say, you know, we work on man's most complicated consumer product that he's ever devised. And, and yet we work within a retail environment where you've got complicated human beings, God's most important machine he ever built. Um, so you've got those two things coming together, and um, I'll tell you, I take so much pride in the men and women that uh, I get to call my peers. Um, you two are, are on my short list. No, it's, I um, appreciate that. It's, Let's it's, talk it's to you. i got to jump in, and, 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 and thank you. That That's kind of you to say that. What about the baker, the noisemaker, or... or, or. You know, when a car breaks down, you pretty much are stranded. You need to have that. But if, if, I, if I don't need to eat bread every day, or for that matter, I can do without bread like the baker, what do you say to them? Because I hear you, the passion needs to be there. Yeah. What are you, I, you doing, say, what are you doing I, I say, by way of tactic? Like, what? give me one example yeah. if you could, Bill. This is important because a lot so, of folks want to feed off of this. Yeah. What did you do in your so, business to, to really overcome yeah, so this in my situation. neighborhood, I belong, I belong to a strong um, uh, chamber of commerce. And they had, re- just to give you an example, I mean, who has been hit more harder than restaurants? And so what they did is 
uh, they had restaurant week where you would, uh, you know, the restaurant would sort of give you some, whatever, a few bucks off of their meal or whatever, and you would patronize them, and, and, um, and it would be all over Facebook. They did a really, really great job of getting the word out that we have to, you have to shop local. You know, uh, it's, it's not as easy to buy your, 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 your burger from Amazon. At this point, we buy just about everything else in that. But wow, that's as, a good. As, as, I mean, you can get your you can get your bro, you can get your Brussels sprouts from uh, Amazon. Tomorrow, but, but, yeah, yeah. T- tomorrow they may have a they may have a business model that covers that, and so it's going to affect everything. And so we have to be, I think, we have to be courageous enough to get out there and and to tell people, let's be cautious, let's not be fearful, because we as a people uh, here, I'm talking to an immigrant, and you know, you know, we know, we, we know, our, we, we're both immigrants. I always take Absolutely. the context of where we look at the rest of the world, what they've had to deal with, and and we're we are we've dealt with uh, way bigger things than this as a country, um, and we're the beacon of light to the rest of the world. I hate to sound preachy and and all. Well, crazy, listen, that's part of passion. That's part of passion and drive. Talk to me about one of the most difficult things we had to do, and I'd like to know yours and how you overcame it back in March. April, it was a, uh uh-oh, take a deep breath. We don't know when we're coming back up. Nobody really knew what was going on, and we couldn't find Lysol wipes. And, you know, we we just, just, it it was a tough time, Susie, in the garage. And we had to figure this out by way of this contactless service. So for you listening, uh, essentially, you can take your vehicle in, uh, whether it's the dealer or automotive uh, local garage, and, you know, you put it in the night drop and they'll do their thing and they'll text you and it's done and they'll put it the key in. The, you don't need to be there. And I think the industry did a good job perfecting that. Bill, we had a tough time. They say that in order to be profitable, you need to either increase sales or reduce expenses. Now, by way of COVID, we didn't increase sales. Some of us lost it in the shorts. How did you handle a yeah. slow month? What did you do? What did you cut payroll? Did you cut marketing? What did you do that seemed to help and not so, cut your own throat? Yeah. The first thing I did is I sat down with my team and I said to them, I said to them, we have been preparing for this for 30 years. The reason that your employer is who he is, is because I have been saving and preparing for just such an event such that we have, we have enough reserves so that we could have carried this on uh, for months at a time. And, and as, as luck would have it, as, uh, with God's grace, it lasted about, what, a month and a half, two months, is where we were really, really in, in some serious uh, problems. But a couple of the guys took some vacation days, and then and we did a lot of maintenance around the, the shop and got a bunch of, of uh, equipment handled and a bunch of stuff that I had been kind of staring at for a while. We got that handled, and, uh, and that's how we were able to cover payroll. It kept the guys busy. But uh, I think that's the mark of, of a, a great small business that takes care of its people because, let's face it, I mean, the, the average restaurant, you know how hard it is to, to replace their great people. Pet, multiply that, and I don't, I'm not disparaging that industry, but is there anything more complicated than, than Dr. Tom at your place? That, that master technician seasoned knows you know, you can take anything from a lawnmower to a diesel engine to them, and the man knows this stuff inside out. How many of those, how many times are there out there? And so uh, that's, that's what I told my guys, and that is that we are in it through thick and thin, and uh, maybe we've talked about it in the past, but we're going to get to prove it this time. That's the other part of this blessing, what this COVID-19 thing is, is we get, 
only a few opportunities in life to be able to project confidence and stability um, and, uh, and, and, and faith and, uh, and, and loyalty. Well, COVID-19 has brought that out. And you were in a uh, tough, you were in a tough situation, uh, more so than a lot. And I, I'm not going. We don't do politics, okay? But Michigan was pretty tough because they said, "Hey, we're shutting it down." There was no if, and, or buts. You had to go through a period where, oh my goodness! Now we were essential. We understand that, but still, all the support, consumers, uh, people, you were shut down for the most part. Yeah, it's definitely a, a different time in American history where a, a politician can look at a small business owner or people just doing business with each other um, and saying to them, you can't do business that way, even though there is no evidence that you are hurting each other or hurting other people. That's a, a departure. In, in, you know, it used to be that you had to sort of prove that somebody was, was liable or ca- it could, could cause damage to somebody, right? You'd have to, you'd have to measure it. Not with this anymore. Now it's, we're going to be better safe than sorry. And, and without getting into the politics of it, I can't subscribe to that. You know, my family traveled through two different continents to come to America. I'll be damned if I'm going to, if I'm going to live scared as an American today. And that doesn't mean that you, you, know, that you, you disregard uh, good advice from the CDC and so forth. But for goodness sakes, let's be cautious. Let's not be scared. Yeah, that's a very good Those point. Two, uh, two if you're just things. joining us, uh, we got Bill Nalu. Uh, you can find him uh, Interstate Auto Care uh, just outside of uh, Detroit, uh, Michigan. Bill, I want you to hang tight. We're going to dump uh, dump back into this here shortly regarding the hardships and reinvention uh, for small business survival during COVID-19. Stay tuned. Ranch Nation, next. Funding for Ranch Nation Car Talk brought to you by Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision, family owned and operated, 480-248-9049. Vision Collision. Want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. bg Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit PartsAuthority.com. You're like a melody that follows me. Right on. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Uh, always uh, good to hang with you guys. You know, some of, some of what we're talking about, a lot of you can relate. A lot of you are past it. You're done. You, you figured this thing out. Uh, this wasn't necessarily the case. Of course, studies have been showing, you know, everything in the hindsight of studies that makes us feel either good or bad. These studies, and we have a tendency to be on the right side of a study or the wrong side of a study. Well, Goldman Sachs surveyed. Uh, a ton of businesses, you know, Goldman Sachs is reputable, you know, no hashtag fake news. 50% of business owners that were surveyed said they didn't think they could continue business operations for more 
than three months. Uh, the uncertainty, of course, of the future. And on that point, Susie, we didn't read about it. We experienced it. Yeah, so I was just actually reflecting about, um, God, the last few months, um, back in, you know, the March and April. You know, Frank, I was I was kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know I didn't know what we were going to do. I didn't know how we were going to make it safe for our customers. And I remember one time, you know, Mark and I, my husband who run the front, we we brought the table outside. We brought chairs and then we watched that process go down. It was like, "Well, wait. People are still touching pens and People still, you know, was well, just, it was back like CDC at that time, it, which we, I think there's some sense to that today where we couldn't, it, you know, it's transferable based upon how you touch right. things. And it's not just a breathing thing and it's a face mask thing and it's a distance thing. So as a small business, we always want to err on the side of caution while well, we started sterilizing the pens. And well, we, not only that, but, you know, we, we actually purchased disposable masks and we sanitize and we individually those out. And, I, them. and I was disgusted. How many of you are disgusted? It's like a shortage of gas. And here's this fool charging $8 a gallon on the corner to try to yeah. make money. I, I know there was a shortage on all this stuff, but it, it felt like then we were searching like Amazon charging, not, not against Amazon, right. but these companies uh, from wherever around the world, you can't pick on one country. They took advantage of that, and it, you know, it, it was strange. I w- my concern as a business owner, top-notch. I knew the money thing. You know, Bill had mentioned, and we're going to bring Bill Nalu in from Interstate Auto Care in just a quick second, but my concern was same as you. Like, I didn't want to hear about this person died or this, you know, this was like September right. 11th. It was September scary. 11th. September 11th was a tragedy. Yeah. It was a tragedy, and I went through that in business, and I went through the 08 downturn. But this was like mysterious, and it still is. We can't talk about this like it was just right. not, like it's still an issue. But, you know, I wanted to say something else is that, you know, Mark and I proceeded to literally go to Costco every Saturday and yeah. Sunday, 5.30 in the morning, Wait stand in line, in line yeah. and we would get whatever we were allowed to get. We were even getting extra toilet paper in case one of our customers found a need, you know, that oh, they Oh, that was so find. ridiculous. I Do you remember, remember where, that? Yeah. When I had everything stockpiled and... <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we were trying to seek out solutions, and solutions uh, doesn't always come... I think one of the things that Bill had said, and we're going to bring him on here shortly, is Bill had mentioned that individuals in business, we can shell up, or the opportunity is we can cross-network, especially with our friends in the restaurant right. business. They weren't priority businesses. Well, you don't eat out, you don't eat out. Your car right. needs to be fixed. Your car needs to be fixed. Uh, let's bring uh, Bill Nalo in uh, Interstate Auto Care. Thank you, Bill. Frank and Susie, the uh, you know you guys brought up Costco. Of of the hundred item, hundred thousand items that they have under that roof, is there anything seemingly less significant than toilet paper in that store? Like if you had to pick something, if you ran into the store and picked out one, wouldn't toilet paper would be the last thing in the world pre COVID nineteen? What was the oh, logic? Yeah. I mean, did we figure that out? Uh, well, you you guys I, can text us, 480-655-8870, or get on a Wrench Nation Facebook. Did we ever figure out... The like, white gold? What was the problem with... I mean, what happened? Anybody know? Here's, here, here's my suggestion. Here's what I think happened. It's the same... Again, it's, it, we, before without getting too heady and, and out there, um, I think the toilet paper represents what it is like when we have a scarcity mentality 
When we start thinking we're going to run out of toilet paper, what happens is there's a toilet paper shortage. And so I think it's the same thing with our spirit. When we, you and I think that we're competitors because we are across the street from each other as shop owners or restaurant owners or whatever it might be, when we don't think that there's more than enough business out there and all we have to do is peddle our passion and be the best that we can be. It's not you versus me. It's you versus you and me versus me. When will we understand that as small business owners? Well, I love and, the point. I, I love the point, Bill. I got to interject. The fact is that we, a lot of us, were, were, were stricken in a sort of do-or-die situation. Here's a small business owner. He's got a $15,000 payroll, and they're short $7,000. Um, that's a tough deal. And, and I get it. I want to get, speaking on which, uh, paycheck, uh, the Paycheck uh, Protection, the PPP, or PP, yeah, P, I was confused. PPE. Oh, no, no, that's personal. That's the personal. <laughs> what the PPP. <laughs> the triple P. Yeah. The triple P. Helped a lot that's of right. businesses out. And I, 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 I did. Now, are you willing to share? Did, did you have a PPP situation? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we, uh, we applied for it. Uh, and uh, and when I, I basically we distributed it uh, in, a, in a legal way. I used it for the payroll and for some of the expenses and, and so forth. So we're grateful to have it. But I'll tell you, Frank, is I think, I think if we do this again, if there's another run of this, I think we're, what we're actually training small business, which is the backbone of our, of our country, of our, of our economy, I think we're, we're going to train them very much like, dare I say, I'm going to go back to the big three here in Detroit that when there's dysfunction, that the government comes in to bail you out, that you can afford to be dysfunctional. And I, I, I that's fear... A tough, that's a tough topic that's a there, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we can go back in history and find that cyclical economies, uh, we're, we're talking 100, 150 years back in time, some of those economies, uh, you know, they had their shortcomings and they just got through it. And um, I hear what you're saying. Um, that That is all debatable depending on viewpoints. Yeah. That PPP did save a lot of middle... Main Street, America. Yeah. No but doubt. I thought the PPP really kind of um, brought you through a couple months. I mean, it wasn't a long-term save. No. It was just a couple months. Yeah. From what I've learned from we, friends. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't a cure-all, end-all. It was really a stopgap. Yeah. It was a stopgap. Yeah. And, and so let me ask you now, Bill, let's talk about this, because many are listening now. If you were a good business decision... Do you cut marketing? Do you cut payroll? Do you cut operationally? Do you do you not turn the lights on as often? And, and please speak in a broad sense, speaking outside of the automotive realm, speak to the average baker, uh, restaurant owner, uh, you know, the, the, the artist that has a paint studio that he teaches folks to come in and paint. What do you cut first? What's logical? Yeah. So I guess here's what I would say, Frank, is I because we didn't suffer the same plight that many other uh, businesses suffered. I mean, with 20 years under our belt, you know, God knows you've been doing this for, for, uh, for uh, a, a lifetime. Um, I, I can tell you we didn't suffer as much, but what I would do if I were in a situation, and I've, I've offered this to other small businesses that, we're, that we were dealing with, mostly restaurants, and that is that you're really going to have to get out of your four walls and go start knocking on doors, other businesses, to find out whether you can do some quote-unquote commercial business with them and what does that look like it means the restaurant that's doing carry out for you know tom or dick or harry or jane 
now may may go to the small business and say, look, you guys have what, 12 employees? What if we did 12 birthday parties and we would cater with them for you? All of a sudden now you have a, a, a great profit stream of commercial, quote unquote. Same with that, well, you know, same with as you and I do with fleet business, right? It's filler work. Maybe it's a little bit discounted, but the point is it's steady work. You know you can rely on them 12, 13, 15, 20 times a year for them to fill in the gaps in between the times when it's just slow or money is tight. So does that for, action for your, does that action then prevent you from eliminating something like that marketing or I guess Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're going back to the basic principle as to why we opened up. I always tell folks, in our case, uh, automotive industry, man, don't ever, ever forget what it feels like in your own very hands to pull up that steel chain and open your own door. You are never too big enough to go back to the basics. Uh, I want to dive in deeper because you mentioned a lot there. Uh, It is always tough. You know, we hear about airline sector, bam, 25,000 people. That's a large that swallow. That a lot. I mean, we can't even comprehend that. We're small business folks. I mean, the last thing we want to do is to actually start cutting payroll. But one thing I learned in 08, again, we were, were careful about this because the automotive service industry by no means was hit as hard as many other sectors, especially now uh, in this COVID, the hospitality and service industries that way, restaurants. But- I'd kumbaya my crew and say, hey, listen, I'm taking it. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting mine. I'm out. In fact, there was another CEO, uh, Parts Authority. He said, I'm cutting payroll for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to charitable. And we need to come together in this. And, and so if one were had to cut payroll, they'd have to be really careful um, there was another big company in 08 that we, we of course, I'm not going to mention names, that we did a lot of business with, uh, and their CEO came down, and they, they did what they had to do for the long term, and they survived. I think marketing is a tough gig. I mean, when it comes to branding, you need some sort of voice and representation, but I like what you said. You go out and you pound the street, man. I mean, I think that's with, with method, with strategy, and that's what you're suggesting. Uh, suggesting, of course. Uh, uh, Susie, we've yeah. doubled our budget for lunch to support our restaurants. Absolutely. In fact, we have certain restaurants every week that I order religiously from. And we're not ordering hot dogs, people. I mean, no. we're, we, we, we're, we're eating. These oh, guys, yeah. Our peeps are eating good. Yep, that's true. And I was going to mention, uh, you know, my, my cousin is a CEO. I'm not going to mention what business, but he took a different approach for all of his employees. He actually gave them all a $15 raise during mm. this. Yeah. Ah, well, he had reserves. He had the reserve, so he he brought them through very well. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think most may not be able to do that. Mm -mm. It's it's tough, but I like the idea that you just go out there, remember who and why and what you are made of. Is is and this may be difficult. I hear a lot of you saying, "Well, Frank, I work for a big company." We have 500 people just in my department. <laughs> but you take the charge, man. What is wrong with individuals in a corporate culture that leave it to be to the next individual? Yeah. Go out yeah. and do that hustle. A lot of you working yeah. at from home, and, and you may be behind a screen. Yeah. Did you Frank, call? Have you about- called your fellow department individuals outside of a Zoom call and checked on them? Mm-hmm. Actually checked on them. Is is that part of surviving reinvention? In my opinion, it is. It's people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, uh, you know, 
to go back to what you, how you guys started the first segment, talking about Eddie Van Halen, what a loss he is. You know, I, I guess I, I would offer this to fellow small business owners out there, what, regardless of what industry you're in. What made Eddie Van Halen stand out from the million other guitarists that, were a, you know, that are a dime a dozen in any high school cafeteria, gym, uh, in any bar scene, you name it? What does it, Eddie Van Halen, how did he get to that point? People think that, you know, there's the, what, what is that, that saying? The man on top, and you could obviously could be man or woman, the man or woman on top of the mountain didn't land there. They, they, there. they got there. Mm-hmm. What was their path? And so maybe, maybe what the advice I would give to somebody would be is find somebody who you believe did it the right way, and, and, and that be able to be able to give you advice on how you get it there, you know, without yeah. the airy fairy stuff. Of, well, you know, why one day I just woke up and I just, you know, I, I just lucked in somebody who's going to give you the skinny on how difficult it is, how hard you've got to push like the car. You, the, the car consumes more fuel, more energy in that from zero to 10 miles an hour than it does at cruise at cruise at, at 55 miles an hour. Once it's going, it's going. It's like a pump. It's primed, but getting that pump going, get it moving at the beginning is so incredibly difficult. And then, of course, 20 years, 30 years later of success, people look at you and say, wow, how lucky you are. No, 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 no. There's no luck. Maybe 1% luck. Yeah, no doubt. So are you saying, Bill, so are you saying that when I wake up in the morning, the first 10 minutes that I'm awake, I've used all my energy? (laughs) Well, First of all, first of all, when you wake up and look in the mirror, it's, much, it's a much more pleasant look than than when Frank and I look in our mirror. <laughs> yeah, so, that's good so job. That was a safe answer. <laughs> hey, if you guys are just joining us, so we got the talented uh, Bill Nalu. I invite you to get on to interstateautocare.com if you're out of Detroit, Michigan area. You want to check him out. Uh, we're going to dive into a solution. How about health and wellness? No matter what business you're in, can we turn our tribes around? Could we develop a better, stronger health and wellness in any industry? Stay tuned. Ranch Nation, next. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these things. Right on. Welcome back. I want to remind you guys uh, we're going to... uh, do this uh, every week through uh, October. Uh, there's an online auction, Collision Repair Education Foundation. Chip Foods is uh, teamed up, 3M. Uh, they've actually got together, and Chip Foods has donated a bunch of these uh, little mini hoods that you'd find, some of your favorite little NASCAR hoods. And all proceeds will go towards the Collision Repair Education Foundation, of course, through ICAR and 3M. You can find more information, Hire Our Heroes webpage, which is Collision Education foundation.org a great cause you guys check that out we're talking hardships and reinvention of small business we're hoping we can uh, stimulate some conversation in the gosh this little show that we have the little inside of an hour which could turn into three hours easily and maybe a few drinks real podcasty like and of course our friend uh bill nalu out of interstate auto care the talented operator of one of the 
nationally recognized full-service auto and truck repair facility right outside, uh, located uh, outside of uh, Detroit, Madison Heights. Bill Nalu, I wanted to make sure I gave you a good little setup. Welcome back. <laughs> well, you know, you know how much fun it is. You and I chat on a on a regular basis, and I I just I just thank God for people in my life um, like you, my brother. Well, um, you're you're a grateful I'm, soul, man. Um, now, listen. If you saw me going downhill, let's get right into it. We we've, we've got about a good seven minutes or so. I want to dive into this. They're a different concept. Uh, for years, I had said quietly, not that I'm in the greatest shape. You know, I went through some health issues. But for years, I said all of these expos, SEMA, and all of these shows we go to, and I, you know, you take a moment, you do a little people watching after a class, or in my case, you know, we did a couple of training courses out there. I was always blessed to do that. And I said to myself, man, our industry is just looking unhealthy. A lot of us have big guts. We just kind of lose our ability. And I, I didn't want to push that. Because, uh, quite frankly, some other industries, uh, it seems like we're just not healthy. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, isn't it funny how many of us treat our vehicles better than we treat ourselves? Um, yeah. It's a good point. It, I need an old change, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, what is that all about? What is it all about? I mean, some people, and it's not even just, some people treat their dog or their cat. They buy better food for their dog and cat. They, they, go, they will not drop a doctor's appointment for a dog or cat, but they will skip their own, I don't know, dental visit or, or, or you know, yearly physical and all that stuff. What is, what is in the psyche? What is in the human psyche such that you can, you think that somehow your health is the last thing that you've got to attend to. Without your health, ask anybody. Ask Eddie Van Halen. You know, God bless him. God, may God rest his soul. All the money in the world that he has couldn't buy him one more minute of time with his family and his loved ones. Well, how do we you make the change? That- All right, so listen, the baker is on the corner. You got the Automotive Service Center. You got the dealership across the street. You got the plumber, and these these are small operations. Maybe the dealership's got 70, 80, 100, 150 people. Regarding health and wellness during this COVID, uh, some are struggling, and I get it. It takes a higher thought process to say, you know what, I'm going to reverse this, and I'm going to take charge. What can we? I, we have not been able to do anything in the garage consistently. We joke around yoga in the morning before we work on cars. We, <laughs> but honestly, I have not done anything. I think over the years we had little gift certificates for the employees, but we have not incorporated what I believe in 21 needs to be a part of a benefit, at least a gym membership. Your thoughts on health and uh, health and wellness for a small business to yeah. continue on through well, this craziness. Well, well, Frank, you, you know my M.O. I've been a workaholic for the better part of my life. And one of the things that I, I shared with you just a few weeks ago was that we decided that we were going to close on the weekends and I was going to give my guys the weekends off. So are That's we powerful. Are they powerful. Doing yoga? Yeah. It, it's, it's one step at a time, but we're closer. The guys are now telling me it feels like they're you know, two days off in a row. We haven't done that in 20 years. 20 years we haven't had a chance to do that. But see, the problem, I mean, if we took COVID out, let's just say COVID, you know, most people are saying I need to open eight days a week to to get through this COVID. But what you're saying is you took an approach to really figure out what 
Now, mind you, a lot of I got to say this before I get deep in thought on this. A lot of you tire businesses are Saturday retail rich. That means people shop for tires. We respect that. A lot of you restaurants, you wouldn't dare close on a Saturday. I mean, you just wouldn't do that. But the idea is that you would take some time off to give your people a refreshment of time off with their families. And that was a big deal for you. Saturday was a big deal. You shut down. Did you lose money? No, it's actually we're more productive, Frank. That's the thing is, is I've heard it from many times, including you. You've said that before to me. It was that, hard for that, us. Yeah, it, It's hard. But, yeah. but the thing is, it, this, I think what makes us different from the restaurant business model is that for us, you know, we have, we, you know, we can supplement. It. When a customer drops off a vehicle, you can give him another vehicle as a loaner car, right? With a restaurant, you're, you're there when people are wanting to be off. And so that's, that's the weekends. And yeah. so... I don't, I don't think that'll ever change. But as far as our business specifically, I think some of the shop owners that are listening to our voices today right now, they've got to come to understand that they may be running two assembly lines, a commercial business and a, rest, and, and a residential business. The guy that, that can use the loaner car and the guy that needs the service yesterday because the vehicle that he's dropping off is a one-off that you can't just replace with a rider truck or a U-Haul truck or a rental vehicle. That is a priority customer because that's your commercial business. That's how we've been able to do what we've been able to do over the years. And by the way, if anybody has any questions, you know, Frank and, and I. Can well, I tell you, online. you're fresh. You're fresh on it. I, I, I will absolutely. People know, uh, of course, your your site, interstateautocare.com, and, of course, ranchnation.tv. We, we, this show is all about helping uh Darn it, our fellow man and woman, period, no matter what we do. I don't care if you raise flowers or work on cars or, you know, work Amen. IT on a computer. I mean, that's what this show's about. You know, we travel and we we journeyed life, really, and then we tie in a little automotive craziness. But what I'm saying to you is that when I mentioned, man, that was hard for us, I wasn't being truthful. Do you know who it was hard for? Me, personally, the yeah. business owner. Yeah. It wasn't hard for yeah. my people. I mean, they saw some changes. It was hard for me personally. And how many of you right now are in your business calling the shots and you're in your own way? You're not listening to your yeah. people. You're not truly measuring. I say this. It's not just about closing Saturday. It's the principle that this COVID-19 is really just making us stronger if we can let us look at things from a perspective. How many of you believe you need to be the smartest dude or dudette in the room? You might as well exit yeah. because you have no hope of learning or growing. You know, as young mechanics and technicians, humble yourself. You just learned whatever you learned. Well, guess what? It doesn't stop. You're that baker. Yeah. You think you're a big shot. You can make bagels. Well, you know, the next step is rye bread, people. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> now, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just trying to invigorate because uh, after a while, you said early on, it's very easy to get into this cloud. Well, my ice cream is gone. It melted. And I'm done. I got empty cones to. People won't buy empty cones. Well, how, how about they will if you figure it out? Yeah. Susie, would you buy my yeah. empty cone? I wouldn't buy your empty cone. <laughs> I wouldn't buy no empty cone. That was a bad analogy. But, Bill, you're hitting it. And when we talk about health and wellness, it's not just a physical act of trying to give some fringe benefits. It's a shift of mindset. 
You know, I tell yeah. my my brother, God love my brother out in Seattle. He's working hard. He's doing his thing. And once in a while, I'll just say it. He gets in a position where he's all depressed. And I tell him, well, move to sunny Arizona. Get out of that, Seattle. But what it is is I tell him, go volunteer, brother. Yep. Go volunteer somewhere. If you think you're down and out, you think right now, a lot of you, I got $5 to my name. Or I'm a mechanic and I don't have the tool I have. And you get grumpy and you get nasty. And then people feed off of that. Well, you know what? Stop the presses. Take your Sunday. Go volunteer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Frank, though, that $5 in your pocket, if you, took, if you took that and turned it into quarters and you went out there to look for people that have even less than you do, it's actually pretty easy to find people that don't even have $5 in their pocket. Yeah, it's crazy. And imagine, imagine, imagine how rich yeah. you feel. Yeah. When you're giving, you're, you know, you're, and again, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's life demonstrated at that point. Find somebody that has less than you do and pour your talent, your time, talent, and treasure into them. And suddenly you become the richest man in the world. You or become woman, the wisest yeah. man in the world. Yeah, no doubt. Right? Bill, we got to cut it short. We are about ready to wrap it up. Do you have any last parting words for anybody that may be in the Detroit, Michigan area? Do you have nice coffee? Uh, do you have nice coffee at your place? We, we come see. Uh, we we absolutely the, the coffee. Uh, the coffee is second to none. I'm going to say. <laughs> you because you like us have a nice curd. Percolated curve. with love. <laughs> percolated really with is. love. You got it. It, it, Bill. Always always grateful. I wish we had more time. Bill Nalu, Interstate Auto Care. Uh, God, he's been on the show several times. Billy Knuckles, man, you rock, man. Love Thank you, you so much. Have a good night. Take Thanks, care, Bill. Yeah, he's Bye-bye. he's a blessing. You know, we try to cover this in a little sixty minutes. If you want to continue the conversation. Uh, certainly get on to WrenchNation.tv. We'll upload the show Sunday. Or get in our little, little Wrench Nation Facebook. It's not all about hot rods and fix and stuff. Sometimes you got to try and manage to fix life. That's what it's about. Thank you so much. You guys rock. As I tell you every week, be safe. Hug each other. And never forget to hug a mechanic.